Hi, welcome to Succession Obsession, an episode-by-episode podcast about the best TV series in the world, or at least according to Ethan, Succession on HBO. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. This is the final, final episode, episode 10 of season four, which is called... What was it called? With... I wrote it down somewhere. (laughs) Oh, yeah, with open eyes. With open eyes. Yes. Let's keep that gap in. We have no adverts, no Patreon account. There will be no spoilers for future episodes. (laughs) Apologies. Well, after picking myself up off the floor, after watching that, my first thought really is, was that a satisfying finale for you? I... Okay, so it isn't the first thought after because actually we've secretly eaten dinner. So, which is important (laughs) because actually there was just one little thread of not quite satisfied and it was only when I was thinking over over cooking dinner. I thought, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Just, oh, hang on, did I believe Shiv would make that call? Shiv would make that decision. It didn't, it wasn't signposted before, which is good. You don't want it to be signposted. And I was just thinking it seemed sort of to come from nowhere and and unlikely. But then the more I thought about it, um, whilst chopping some peppers, um, it kind of made sense. So it took a while for it to make sense while you, you, when you rolled it over. But what I meant was, I mean, that was just one small point. That was just one part of the jigsaw that was a beautiful, gorgeous jigsaw that I adored. And it was just that one little niggle. And then I feel it's good in my head. So tell me what your initial thoughts were as soon as it finished and why there was a niggle and why that changed then. So then it just re, re shiv is I just thought, I don't quite believe it. I think you would have. Um, you know, that it seemed to be so, um, admittedly with some issues, but it seemed to be also warm and close with Kendall and, and, and Roman as well. But it felt like, you know, this happy bonding, you'd had this moment, you know, that, that with Connor as well, and everything seemed rounded and we're going to continue this on. And this means a lot. And somehow she'd decided to change her mind and we hadn't seen that. And that's fine. I think that's absolutely fine. And it does, you could totally, we could have seen some different things and then really totally expected her. It's not, it's not unusual or it doesn't seem outrageous that Shiv does that. It just wasn't signposted to me into an obvious way. You didn't so feel that's it. that's not a criticism. You didn't feel it right in the moment at, at the end. When the, thing, when the episode had finished, it, that kind of... Just, I, yeah. yeah, slightly. So now, it, now explain little... how it mulled over in your head and you felt it was okay then. Well, uh, well, I just thought, you know, she... It's it's losing, isn't it? It's losing. Lo- if she allows Kendall if to be CEO. If she allows CEO, Kendall yeah. to be CEO. It's that thing of her, her saying, I love you, but I can't bear you. And they have been... For whatever reasons, you know, it's like they've been bred like that, isn't it? Like some, like a bunch of fighting dogs. They will forever, even they may momentarily have good moments, but they will always turn on one another. And she just, you know, it's stuck in the gall. There's and there's so many reasons you can think of thinking, damn it, he will be unsufferable. It's so wrong. I feel I'm the smarter person. I feel I would have done this better. It's unjust. 
also, I mean, remember, she's, I mean, there's sort of stuff about Tom. In a sense, this was her plan. This was way, way, way back her plan. Tom, her and Tom's plan. For Tom to be, yeah. to get, you know, to maybe take over, do something. She was like, my two brothers are shit for brains. This is, this is, you know, how I think it will work. So, you know, that's that must have been in her head thinking that although she felt betrayed by Tom, ultimately... Ultimately, she wouldn't have done it if it was like Lawrence or something. Or even Roman, I think. Even if um, Roman, had been, I don't think she'd have had as much a problem with it being Roman as she would have done Kendall. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Because I think you mentioned in the previous podcast how she actually gets on better with Roman than she does yeah. with Kendall. Kendall's but too too removed from her it's, somehow. It's quite difficult for either Roman or Shiv to... Ro- Roman and Shiv have a kind of understanding and Roman is out of order and Shiv takes the piss out of him for it and you know they call each other names but they're closer siblings than Kendall is with either of them yeah 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 for sure because Kendall's a very difficult person to get to know and maybe he's difficult because at the age of seven his dad told him that he was going to take over the company so you know maybe he'd have been a different person maybe it'd been a bit more Von Hamid, big brother. I don't know. I, I have a, I have a slightly yeah. different take on that okay. anyway. Because yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with um, it being, with Shiv changing her mind for the, um, for the board vote, mm. because up to that point, she'd, um, she'd realised this was her best bet. Kendall had made a good argument. I mean, he, he was right in a way that he mm. was the obvious person. To, and mm. he did make more sense to the shareholders, to the public, that it was him. But I just saw, and I think this is what the genius of this whole episode is, is that in the end, Jesse Armstrong brought it back to the fact that this is about sibling rivalry. Mm. And Shiv, even though she, she'd made the business sense, business mm. sense decision in her head, when she saw Kendall standing up in the board meeting and playing the big guy kind of, he just could not stand it. She could not stand this idiot doing this. That And, and her her big brother, who she knows, like you say, he's no cleverer than she is. I mean, they're, they're both quite unsuited to the role, really, but she's probably would have made, made a better job of it than he would. Mm. And she's, she's annoyed that she's been overlooked because she's a woman. Mm. She's upset with their dad for overlooking her for being a woman. Mm. And even though... It took Kendall to actually say, I'm the eldest son, which he isn't because Connor's the eldest son. <laughs> yeah. I am the eldest son. Con- yeah. I'm the, um, that's what she, that infuriates her as well. Why should it be the eldest son? There should be a meritocracy. And she, she sees herself as the most, as the cleverest and she should do this. So I think it went from, it made sense to me because it went from a business decision she was making mm. that meant they could all hang on to it to a sibling rivalry, which she could not bear anymore. And she had to go against it. And I think I was, if you, I think if you're watching her in the board meeting, as it goes round and you see her mm. face a little bit, I think you're seeing her sort of like crumbling, like with, or just getting more and more furious with the idea that she's going to have to like accede to Kendall and let him do this. Cause he's so overexcited about it as well. I think that's the, that's the thing. If Kendall being my older brother, I'd have just been infuriated with him getting so excited with himself, you know, and, uh, oh, it would have just been unbearable. I'm surprised she lasted that long, to be honest. So why do you think Roman doesn't back down? He has a moment, doesn't he? He has a moment of hesitation. He does, but I think Roman has come to... Roman has almost come to the point. I mean, Roman 
Roman speaks the truth at the end, doesn't he? He, he says, this is bullshit. We are bullshit. I am bullshit. There mm. are, and, it, and, he, and this is what we've been, you know, the viewers have known the whole way through. None of them can do this job. None of them are, are, are good at it. So he, he's already seen that in some ways. And then, and then we have, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit, a bit later, about um, Jerry, Jerry's presence in the room has completely flustered him. It's almost mm. like his substitute mother has turned up and it's completely thrown him and he doesn't know what to do, doesn't know what to do with himself. And yeah. I don't think he's even really thinking about his position at that point. Yeah, yeah. So Roman is massively thrown. So, uh, I mean, let's wind back, wind okay. back, because you're we're pulling in threads. And it's yeah. going, because I do think the great thing about this episode is about almost a film's length in, in yeah, time and duration. Yeah. Um, and it has a film's... Um, tossing and turning of ebb and flow of the of, of you know the, of who's up who's down. We start with um, well you know it's the classic thing. It's it's a little bit. It kind of reminded me. Uh, I mean the whole episode reminded me of that episode in season one where Kendall's trying to win a board vote. He doesn't yeah. make it to which the it, end. Which is again why this as a finale makes so much sense because yeah. it's such a refrain of that earlier episode. And in fact all and. In fact, it it sort of almost mirrors the beginning, doesn't it? Like it's just Kendall trying to get the board to vote for him yet again. It's mm. kind of yeah. And he's yeah. he's figuring out his numbers and and you just sort of think and he's still full of shit, isn't he? He's sort of saying, Carpe the diem people. Yeah. And you just think, Oh, Kendall, you're just like because there was this vibe of Kendall last week being like, I'm the man, I've got Colin, Roman's Roman can't do the funeral. I can. I'm it. I, I'm he even did a fairly good living plus speech, didn't he? When he was yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's been feeling good. He wrote his number one in the sand. For, he went in the sea. Yeah, yeah. So there's he, he's had lots of positives, but you keep reminded. It's like you saying he won't be able to do this. He is full of shit. He is anyone who says carpe the diem people is not a person to respect. And we've seen, we've seen how, how much they can fuck up in the 10 days or so that him and Roman have been in charge. It's been a disaster, really, hasn't yeah. it, in many ways? Yeah, yeah. There's been a few yeah. things they managed to do, but all the stupid shit that they've tried, also tried to do in between, like the building of the stage set for the Living Plus thing, which never happens yeah, and all that yeah, sort of thing. We see how things. incapable they are. Yeah. Roman sacking pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah. But and also the other person who feels like they're doing the classic failure routine, really, is Shiv. Do you not think that sort of scene where she's with Madsen and she's planning, planning, and she's talking about this, she's talking about that, and she's talking, 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 and it's just, um, it's kind of weirdly like somebody who's too keen and you just get put off them. You're like, oh, you're and Madsen can, and Madsen can see it. And we can see that Madsen can see it. Can't we? Madsen, Madsen's just like humoring her, isn't he? And like, and the fact that Shiv can't really, really see that is, is alarm, is alarming. Well, we know, we know it's going to go badly for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And bringing, cause I can flip forward a little too. Thank you very much. So bringing the, just on that theme with what does Madsen think of Shiv? Yeah. Because, we know what well, we know. He doesn't want her as as, as CEO. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we haven't known, we haven't completely known that till now, have no, we? But we well, did, no, no, we, no. Well, we, in this episode, we know. We don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, and the reason he says to Tom is, well, to be honest, I'm sort of having trick, you know, difficulty following that Swedish logic. But the reason he just doesn't want Shiv for CEO, he, yeah. says, he says to Tom. Yeah. He, he appears to be saying 
kind of, well, I want to fuck her and that would get complicated. So I won't. I'll have you instead. Well, that's one reason. Um, the other reason that um, I, I think there's a possibility is that cartoon. He doesn't like the cartoon of him being a puppet. I couldn't quite see that. So the cartoon was of Matson being a puppet to the Shiv. to Shiv. Shiv being the puppet master. Shiv being okay, right? Which is humiliating. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not sure how much you would have minded that mind of that puppet that illustration in some ways because well the fact that he said he didn't yeah. mind it surely that means he minded it that's true that I mean that is true and we and we have the other thing as well don't we have we know that um, Matson might have the idea that Mencken being the kind of like far right kind of guy that he is might like a guy for the role like and also and also she being pregnant I mean she being pregnant is quite a quite a factor really isn't it that, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean they don't they don't Shiv could could do what she said she was going to do she could be a have a three-day maternity leave she could do that but Matson doesn't know that he doesn't well, he can't well, be sure let's face yeah. it nobody thinks, and that's no, yeah. why women are forever losing jobs when exactly pregnant, so yeah. that yeah there are many reasons so what so hang on what do you think is the do you think there's any truth when he says to Tom well I'd quite want to fuck your ex or not even ex yet or, or is he just winding to? I no, I think mm. he is testing Tom at that yep. point. Testing okay. Tom to yeah. see how loyal he can be. If Tom, if Tom will still say, "I'll be your lap dog," at that point, then he knows that Tom is is loyal to him, basically. And would you go with the theory that he gets turned on to Tom by um, Shiv saying, "Well, he just suck the he'll suck the biggest." The I think so. Well, I don't. I think he's probably been thinking that Tom's a possibility, maybe. But yeah, I presumably. think Shiv saying that. It's kind of ironically, Shiv is the one who stabs herself in the back. Yeah, it's very Shiv. How do you think Shiv at this point? So pre anything else, at this point where she's just in that scene with Madsen and she's talking about, he says, "What do you what you know? Tell me about Tom," sort of thing. Yeah. So and the way she goes on, so she's essentially, he's a pile of shit. Well, he'd be okay. He's a pile of shit. No, no, I mean, he'd be all right. I'm not. I'm not that bothered at all. Um, he'd be okay, but he's a pile of shit. That kind of alternation. So what what's happening for Shiv? She's she's basically. I think she would quite like Tom to stay as head of ATM there, mm. but she's also signalling to Madsen that if he wants to if he wants to sack Tom, that is also fine with her. But she's hinting that she's kind of but, saying that she would quite like it to happen. So why is she saying it's okay with her? Why is she saying what? Sorry. Why is she saying to Madsen it's okay with her? Because she she doesn't want to go against whatever he, he wants to do. She wants to be the CEO, and she will she will can Tom if that's what it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was sort of thinking it's. I think there's also something else going on there that she doesn't want to admit that she she doesn't want to admit that she would be drawn by any emotions as well. Right, doesn't want to admit to Madsen, and but, she yeah. will be because she's not just a bit mean to Tom. She says things like, "Well, he's." Got highly interchangeable modular parts. <laughs> yes. Basically described him like a piece of Lego. Yes. Um, Which is a pretty accurate description of Tom, to be fair. Tom is a man, a, a modular man who will go with anyone. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is true. But it's, it's very, but why, yeah, I feel there's something more there that makes her not just, yeah, yeah, sure, I don't mind if you, if you, if you kill my possibly partner. I actually, I'm going to really be shitty and rude about him because I don't love like the idea of thinking I've got that vulnerability. Yeah. No, I think so. Yes. But so, but 
following this, don't we? We then have um, once Shiv is on the plane to trying to try and uh, talk to Roman mm. in the Caribbean, she then has the conversation with Tom, doesn't she? Yes. Where um, this, I think, of all the, I mean, what this episode, what this episode did, I think, was it brought together all of the factors that we love as a succession and just dialed them every single thing up just a little bit more. I think every everything we've been promised by the show was just given to you again in a little bit in a juicier yeah. fashion. Yeah. And I think here in this scene where Shiv is talking to Tom on the phone is the absolute pinnacle of Sarah Snook's face acting, which has been mm. absolutely fantastic throughout. But this scene, oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> she... She crumpled and then pulled herself back again about two or three times, I think, depending on what Tom's response was. Mm. And Tom was essentially, I mean, she she said more emotional stuff to Tom in this scene than she's ever said to him before, I think. Like, she said that, what she said, once you've once every done everything, you can't be scared of the underneath anymore or something, isn't it? Which is like. Yes. Which isn't really very comforting somehow, is it? But, <laughs> yeah. But she's trying to, she's wanting to say, I want to be with you again. Yeah. But she doesn't want to say, I want to be with you again. No. And that's, that's, and that's just what Tom wants to hear, I think. Yeah, although Tom is, Tom is much more suspicious by, he, he's kind of lost any, any faith in the ship by this point, do you think? Or do you think there's anything left for him there? No. I think he hasn't lost faith. I don't think so. I th- well, a confused thing about how it ends, but I think no. He's in his sense of I just don't, when he says I just don't know when she you know she wants an answer and he that's just true, says that's his last I, I don't know. And uh, and you kind I of think that think, seems really honest. Yeah, that he doesn't know. Yeah, oh. and of course a bit later, he will know. He he'll, he'll know what his priorities are. <laughs> yes, this is true. Uh, yeah. um, so we go off to mums. Yes, but um, but isn't it here, here as well, like, we have to mention that, as with everything else, as we were just saying, Greg is more Greg than he's ever been in this episode. By all, Greg, um... Greg makes allegiances with the enemy in about three different places, I think, doesn't he, in here? Is it, does he... He tell is it him that tells Shiv that Roman's in the Caribbean to start with? No. Oh no 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 no. 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 Okay. Shiv's, Shiv's mum phones. Shiv's mum. That's right. No. So her mum yeah. phones yeah. her up. Yeah. Um, he. I thought there is one scene where I actually thought this was. Um, I'm not sure, but you've, the first scene you've got with Greg and Tom, and. I thought that Greg was almost sort of standing up to Tom a little bit, just a bit. The first scene they have. Yeah, because Greg is kind of saying, I might be chosen over you by Madsen. I'm he's the one. getting, yeah. yeah, he's getting a little yeah. bit more confident. Yeah, he's saying, I'm, you know, he likes me. He yeah. likes me because he likes me in, in, in the same way that you like me. Like, you can kick me around. I'm a great, tall, goofy guy that yeah. is a pleasure to kick, basically. Which, of course, will have its finale a bit later on yeah. as well. Yeah, because Tom's Tom's still saying in the way that Tom and Greg have been through the whole the whole series, really, isn't it? He's still trying to say, "Greg, you've got to support me because I'm your meal ticket." Like he even says, "You're the 
you're the two hundred thousand dollar assistant, aren't you? The highest the highest paid assistant probably in America or something. I'm really glad you actually find out how much somebody yeah. pays. Yeah. That's quite because we don't normally hear those no. kind of details. So yeah. that was quite something. But but we've got this is the first first point where Greg hits Tom as well. Like much later on in the episode, yeah, yeah, just yeah. following their thread to through, when so Tom is furious because Greg has let the cat out of the bag to Kendall. Yeah, I mean I can't even think. How long has Greg just been keeping Kendall's, you know, number in his back pocket all this time? Oh yeah, Greg. Can I mean we've had information. What do you do with it? You store <laughs> it and like fine wine, and you smash somebody's face up. It was it. Tom that told him that, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. But, Ken, but oh. Tom, Greg's been doing this whole way through the series, isn't it? He? He's the one that goes to Kendall with the, um, the you know, the stash papers, documents yeah, from yeah, the cruises yeah, yeah. and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but you would have thought that he'd have, you know, not been persona non grata with, but obviously no, not. No, because Greg, Greg being the more Greg than he's ever been before in this episode is making sure he's got his irons in all the fires yeah. just in case he doesn't know what's going to go down eventually. But yeah. it doesn't really work well for him because ultimately he what? feels well he fa- he gets found out doesn't he by yeah well i mean we'll get to this yeah it doesn't work well for anyone does it no, <laughs> true, true, true. yeah so we're at mums at mums in the caribbean yeah. can i just say i think that um because i know somebody um some a, an american person that listened and um was a little bit upset i think that felt that we'd been a bit critical of um, America, and just remember, if every hair and British person being critical of America, it, it is because we're jealous. I think. So, <laughs> you know, you're 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 the reason why this is a show written by a Brit about America is America is just where things happen, and England is we do period dramas, um, but <laughs> but also in a sense of balance. What I wanted to point out is the fantastic trope that um, of the mum. And being such a moany old English person. Oh, she they and they they put all the Britishisms in the, in this episode. Blimey, <laughs> yeah, blimey, O'Re- not just blimey, blimey yeah, O'Reilly, blimey. which made no sense to anyone else. He's <laughs> yeah. not British. But I do like. Can, hang on, can you explain what blimey O'Reilly what I it means? I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. just a thing you say. But yeah. I, but her criticism. She's got this astonishing house. It must be from the divorce. I'd imagine some kind yeah. of settlement. And she says, oh. Got the only hellhole in paradise. Yeah, all this list still leaking all over the place. (laughs) Such a moany old lady. But let's talk about mum for a bit because she, when she calls Shiv, she's um, well. Okay, so she's double crossing Roman in a sense because he's not supposed to. Caroline is double crossing Roman. Yeah, because he well, in as much as he said, "Don't tell anybody I'm here." Yeah. Um, Sorry, just to, before you said that. So, do you think the reason Roman's gone there is entirely from that hook in the previous episode mm. in the in in at the funeral when uh, Roman says to Shiv and Kendall, um, "Well, did you get Mum's invite to the mm. what? What did he call it? The, the something in the Caribbean." But yeah. but so we, then we know that he's had this invite, and I guess we're to think that yeah. he's run away. Thought, where shall I go? I know I'll go to the Carib- Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you think so? So, I mean, well, yeah. I'm just so wondering why why Roman's wrong. there. Yeah. So, I mean, because it, it starts off as like both Shiv and um, Kendall being like, where the, you know, we don't know where Roman is, but um, you've sensed they're both a bit worried about him because, you know, they both do worry about him. 
Kendall seems slightly more worried because of the board vote. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess Shiv also wants him for the board vote. Yeah. But any so there, Shiv sees. You know, she she makes time to go down there. Um, but the mum, Caroline. So when she says to Shiv, "Oh, you know, he he's here. I really, it would be nice." Do you think? She's initially thought she's just motivated because she wants a family gathering and she wants her to come. But I didn't actually think that in the end. I think she was worried about Roman. Oh, do you? Yes. I don't think that. I think she does. I think she's... No, I think she does love her son in a completely useless, selfish, somewhat narcissistic, moany way. But there is love there. I think... I think that's what the writers were trying to make us think. They were trying to, because there was a number in this episode, there's a number of very cleverly, cleverly written warm family gatherings, isn't there? Mm. There's this one where we have like, mm. I mean, it's going wrong to start with between the siblings, but once they agree, once they're doing, and then there's the, when Connor invites them back to the New York yeah, apartment yeah, yeah, and the watch. Yeah. But I think they're trying to show us this is what a family can do. They're trying to show the Roy siblings this is what a family can do. But I think the reason why that is not Caroline's attention is given away completely by Peter's comment as they all leave. And the whole thing has been, Peter asked Caroline to want them just so him and his friend Jonathan can pitch to them. Because he says, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? And that that line, that was a waste of time, says to me, the whole thing had been him saying to Caroline, can you get, the, can you get your children to come here so we can pitch this, this brilliant idea to them and get them to fund it? I think that's, and I think Maybe. because, and I, I think, I, I and think the reason why I, I like the yeah. fact that it's a question, but I'm, I'm yeah. still more, I'm still have more optimism for humanity. Okay, well, see, and I, if this was any show other than Succession, I might ag- agree with that. But I think what Jesse Armstrong has done in this last episode is just show us how how broken all these people are, and and he's not gonna. And he's, I, I don't think the read is on Caroline that that's what she would do at the end. At the end, he's just doing it for her new husband and she doesn't really care about her children. And and she cares about her relationship more than she cares about them. I think I she looks at Roman a few times with a sort of look of concern and worry. And I'm, I know she's really easily irritated. She's She's the sort of person that it doesn't take much for her to completely forget about her love she has for her children. It's not running deep. She's not going to take a bullet for them. But she she cared. She didn't not care about Roman's hurt. She wasn't not worried about him to it's, some extent. It's possible, but I'm not I'm not really sure. And also I when think... she when she says goodbye <clears throat> to them, when they all get when they yeah. all leave and she's and, and Kendall says, oh, you know, we're going for it. We're going to try and keep the company. She's like, well, that's Christmas fucked then, <laughs> and I'm not sure quite quite what she meant by that. Oh, yeah. But I think matters, but... I think she'd have been more concerned about Roman at that point if she'd have known that Roman now Roman was going to go back to um, to New York and go back and try and do all these things, and she would have would she not have been wondering a bit more she about him? Doesn't have a deep understanding of her children. Just like she sees, I just think she was somewhat affected by seeing. I don't, I think Roman went there because. He knew there would be some degree of motherly concern, not what he wanted, not enough, not, you know, not Jerry. Make up. Well, yeah, but I mean, Jerry's obviously a mother figure, isn't she? Yeah. So he's, and, and it all starts with your actual mum. So, 
there's anyway i'm going to defend it and i love that actress I, I harriet walter she is mm. brilliant she's almost she's i mean all the acting this is, is amazing but somehow when she comes on i just can't take my eyes off her she's yeah. amazing yeah she's also i would recommend if you can get hold of it and watch it the um second season of an amazing british comedy called flowers yeah which if anything is somewhat more upsetting than succession at times yes yeah, so very i mean comedy's it's a loose comedy because it's very yeah. emotional and no, upheaving as well very very different character yes but she's fab in it too she plays a gay vicar i think yeah, isn't she? yeah. but she's yeah yeah she's charming uh, so one one other point about um uh caroline though that is it not revealing that she said that Peter had to do Roman's eye drops when yeah. she said? Yes, so, yes, I know, she, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's the point where you realise the limitations of her love and affection. Yeah. But yes, anything that's a bit icky, squeezy, ugh, she I can't, can't do it. She can't do but... eyes. They look too much like face eggs. Face eggs. <laughs> oh. So you've got this kind of the beginning scene and... It feels, you know, you've got the, the well, Shiv, Kendall, at odds, Roman kind of pulled between them. I think Roman kind of enjoying being the centre of attention. Really? No, no, I don't mean the centre of attention, but the centre of... He's got a little bit of power here, really, hasn't he? It's not yeah. power. I think it's, he just wants, he wants to be wanted. He yeah. Wants, he wants to be needed. Um, but you've, it, this ends with, you know, at the moment, and I kind of lose tracks of numbers and names and who's doing what, but you've got, you know, Shiv feels confident. They've got, they're pretty cocky about how many they know. She's... That Matson's deal will go through. Yeah, and she yeah. says, you know, look, I've won, basically. And you're thinking, no, don't say that <laughs> half an hour in. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to have won. Yeah, do you not know you're in a drama on TV? Yeah, yeah. so that, there's a kind of first, yeah. first bit. And this is when... We flash back and we get Madsen with Tom. Yeah. So we know that's not how it's going to go. First, can we say, but first of all, before before we have the Madsen Tom conversation, mm. we've also had um, the part where Madsen's with Tom at a gallery, looking around oh, the yes. rest of the yes. And and to start with, I was a bit bemused, and I uh, I mean, it made sense later when we see that. Tom and Madsen having the conversation. I wondered why Tom was Tom and Greg were there with, mm -hmm. uh, or why Tom mm -hmm. was there anyway. We know why Greg hangs, hangs around Madsen. But can I just mention again some absolute kudos again to the um, to the costume department for mm -hmm. uh, Madsen's huge woolly jumper with a massive, great, big sort of like Swedish design on the back. It was really good. It was so out of place in this gallery. It <laughs> probably way that. too warm as well. Like in the, nice, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, he gives good value. Yeah, but then, then we're like you say, then we're on to to um, talk the Tom Matson conversation. Yeah. Where, I, I mean, do you this this for me is? I mean, every character gets their comeuppance in some way, but this this is sort of like the essence of Tom's comeuppance. This scene, I think, because this scene is Tom's comeuppance in some way because in order to get to be i mean i know tom tom sort of wins in the end but mm. look at what he has to agree to in order to he has to listen to matson saying that he'd like to fuck tom's wife who tom thinks there is still some stir and he has to agree to it and be happy with it in order to and basically it already was an open marriage so it's not going to get yeah any so but he has to he has to smile and grin and agree with it to Matson in order to do this. So although, I mean, Tom's face 
Matthew McFadden's face it, as when uh, Madsen goes off to get shots is an absolute picture. It's this sort of like tortured but also triumphant um, expression that he puts on that's just just the pinnacle of Tom, I think, really. He will eat shit. He will eat so much shit, And he yeah. sort of has a true sense of himself. There is a degree, obviously, like Tom just wants to say whatever he thinks somebody wants to say. But there was some honesty when he said, I'm a warrior, I have excess vigilance, and I've got a high tolerance for physical... Is it physical, physical pain? pain? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> physical violence. Didn't you, didn't you think, though, when, like... Um, when Matson says, come on, pitch, pitch yourself to me, that didn't you think, oh, my God, even at this ultra high level where Tom is pitching himself to be the head of this enormous company, everything he says is just absolute marketing bullshit. It's like none of it has any substance whatsoever. It's yeah. all so worthless. I mean, sometimes yeah. that's one thing that makes me think, um, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I question. I obviously don't know many people who live in that world, but I sort of assume people would actually say something a little bit more uh, intelligent, but a bit more substance to it. So sometimes it, you can overplay your comedy hand of none of these these people are complete idiots. But I think I think that might be something else that Jesse Armstrong's saying because uh, I mean, this is something I was going to say at, at the end, but to put it in here is like. Um, He's really letting all the characters end up where they started, isn't he? Apart from maybe Tom. Tom's the only person who's not quite where he started. All the other characters mm. have come back to where they've started. And so, and I think the other, th and the other thing he's saying is that there is no, there's no substance in this high-level financial dealing. It's just bullshit like everything, like all other Well, I think stuff, this yeah. is, so this is Jesse Armstrong's, uh, take that's this is, his, yes. this is what he's saying this is what he's saying when he makes Tom a complete idiot which is yeah. kind of what he is yeah although I mean he's not a complete idiot is he he's not, he's not an idiot as far as like getting to the top goes but I guess he's saying that Tom doesn't really have any qualifications for this job and he wasn't he didn't seem like well, well he didn't seem very good at the ATN job did he or or any of it really yeah. we don't we don't know what how he's got to do that job at all really yeah. Well, yeah. we don't we don't we don't fortunately yeah. the program doesn't show us too much of the nitty-gritty of day-to-day no, -day work because that, that would be really quite boring, boring. <laughs> yeah. but this obviously this decision it gets filtered back as we were talking about via greg um this the information gets to kendall kendall shares it with shiv this is like the turn this is a, a twist in the story isn't it oh yeah but let, let's remember that it's Greg that shares it with Kendall by cleverly translating what Oscar's he saying does. at the bar. <laughs> he's not going to get duped like he did back in that episode in Norway. Yeah. Fuck that. So he's he's thought ahead. Well done. Yeah. He's Greg's capable of some sense. Can I just mention one other thing about the um, the Madsen and Tom conversation that I really liked when uh, Madsen's saying uh, about Shivney saying, you know, we can get a bit... Um, Clickety clickly kind of thing. <laughs> Clickety clickly. What the hell is that supposed to mean? It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got back in back in Barbados. Yes. Um, it comes out and it's quite quick. It's really quick. It speedily moves now, doesn't it? And I love it that it's like the three of them, and they're now okay. We're all in it together. Yeah. But and they have this conversation with with. With Telly, the guy that tell us, yeah, tell us, or yeah. they call him Telly sometimes. Yeah, tell you, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know what's what's he gives? He's basically there to give the line. No, we we just need one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. So now, yeah. and they know. Okay, now yeah. we have to fight it out. Yeah, which is really great, isn't it? Because this is what 
it had to come back to in the end, wasn't it? Really, we were having coming with all these theories about what succession might mean, like mm. your your lovely theory about the democratic succession of the president, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. really liked. Thanks. But in the end, <laughs> in the end, it was down to the quite simple succession of if the siblings had to choose between the three of them, who was going to lead the company, who would it be? And the fact that we, we hadn't really thought of it as being a choice between just the three siblings, have we? We thought it had been a choice that lots of other people are going to input as well. But when it came down to it, just having to be a choice between the three of them and they all had to agree who it was, that made it all the more horrible, really. Well, you mean the it? choice is actually being made by the siblings, not by outside parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's... And as they talk about it, well, they know, and it is just circumstance. Shiv has been on the other team. There isn't... Like, it doesn't make sense. And... Romans, it is just, I mean, it is just your recent play. It's yeah. when the when the music stops, it's who happens to be at the top at that point. And it is and Kendall. It is Kendall. Yeah. Um, and they all know it, but they don't like it. I love Kendall at that point. Um, you know, he, he actually says something about like, you know, because Roman says, you know, what, what fuck should I should be like, I, I cried at the funeral. That's, I should, that's a normal thing to do. Um, and I, I shouldn't be like, I can't take the job because of that. I'm just behaving normally. And Kendall says, yeah, well, maybe you're the well-adjusted one and I'm the business psychopath, but, but you know, it's, it's still got to be me. And yeah. this, Kendall's saying anything by this point, isn't it? But also that's very insightful, isn't yeah. it? That, that's, that's exactly true. It is a normal thing to break down and be upset at your father's yeah. funeral. But Except Kendall isn't really a business psychopath, is he? Because he's... He's not Logan. He doesn't. You mean he 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 can't even achieve the goal of being a business, business psychopath? Psych no. But he also he doesn't. How much so? I mean, does he realize? Um, because in okay, so he's not a psychopath, as in he's not like a straw. Because I think that's the wrong way of looking at psychopath. You know, it's yeah. not like a Logan being the some kind of amazing leader that you're saying. You know, you're equating psychopath with 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 strength. I mean, just like psychopath, as in you're um, not caring about anything else in your life. Business is everything. Um, you, you know, you 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 have an empty, meaningless life, just trying to make more and more money pointlessly. Yeah. How much of that do you think, Kendall? Because I think there's a small part of him. I don't think it's none of him um, realizing that that is actually an accurate portrait of himself. I think. I think he does realise that's an accurate portrait of himself. I and mean, when he says, like at the end, when he's having the the big argument with Shiv, trying to convince her to vote to vote his way on the board, he says, "I'm I'm this machine is the only I'm the cog, and this is the only machine that will fit me." And he's realised, you know, he knows he's fucked it with Rava. He knows his kids aren't going to see, and this is all he can do. It's why he's so devastated at the end because the one thing that he thought he might have a stab at. Is being denied him, and it's the fact that his life is so empty of everything else, which I think is one of Jesse Armstrong's main points of the show, is the saddest thing of all, really, isn't it? The so, yeah, I think I think um, I think it it made me think a little bit. Well, it's making me think now, anyway, of how when um, Jesse in Breaking Bad says after he's after mm. Jane has died, says, I am the bad guy, and he kind of accepts the bad guy role. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think Kendall has now accepted he is the business psychopath. That's, that's, that's all as he, as that, that's as good as he's going to get. Yeah, that's all he can do, yeah. So, 
this now turns into... So can I just mention a couple yeah. more things about mm. the, sort of the conversation between the three siblings? Like, did you notice a point where Kendall's giving his pitch of himself kind of thing mm-hmm. and the camera's on Roman as he's doing it and Roman winces at Kendall's bullshit? And yeah. I thought that was so delicious because... Even Roman can see that even Roman, who is part of this whole world of bullshit, winces at his brother saying these things, which make no sense. Do you think he winces in a, like, I'm embarrassed for you? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It was an embarrassed wince. I'm embarrassed that my brother will say such rubbish, really. Even though I'm going to agree with you and I'm going to anoint you the king, I I recognise that as embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Where Where did the... What, who am I, I wrote down the phrase incredible fuck brother bandwagon. Was oh, that something that Shiv, Shiv says that they've been mm, being called? I think somebody says, um, I can't remember where they come, it comes from, but that's what, I think this is when they're sort of saying, can you do it as a pair of you or something like that? Maybe I'm probably right. be totally wrong. Correct yeah. me. But there's, um, it's quoted. It, this is like something like, "Oh, that's in the press." And then Shiv says, and somebody says, "Who's calling? It? Who says that?" And Shiv says, "No, everyone calls you that." Right? Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. So, so this mm. this to me was like the the saddest scene in in the in this episode, I think, because this, where the three of them were all saying that Logan had promised them the role at yeah. some point because they were. They, it's, it's like it's like this is the only thing they had to cling on to. Like it was all that Logan had left them. And because he'd been the father that he was, he hadn't left them anything else either. This is all they had to hang on to. Quite a bit of money. Quite a bit. Yeah. But that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And and just seeing just seeing them all making their case for like, you know, first of all, Kendall says that that Logan said he when he was seven, that yeah. he would have it. And then Roman says it because of the. Because yeah, he, you know, he talks about the meeting he had just before um, Logan died, really. Yes, yeah. When we saw a little bit of that, didn't yeah. we? When when Roman's kind of yeah. dis- deceiving Shiv and, and uh, Kendall about it, and then of course we have Shiv being promised it in season yeah. two, wasn't it as well? So they've all they all mention how they've been promised it, but it's all do so hollow. Do you think hollow. they all know at that point? Do you think everybody knows that everybody else has been promised it at different times? I would say no, actually. I'm no, you're, I, no, so I, it's not very good podcasting. No. I just talk to myself. No, I think you're right because we know that very well, don't we? But I don't think it's particularly. I don't think that Kendall and Roman know that Shiv was promised it in season two. Do I mean they were there at the dinner table when she said to um, Nan Pierce, "Come on, Dad, tell them it's me." So they might have kind of have an idea that that's mm, what was going on, but they didn't. They didn't really know. No. Yeah. Uh, well, they definitely Kendall and Shiv definitely didn't know about Romans agreement or semi-agreement because that happened very recently yeah I mean, they do know about Kendall yeah. but do you think the fact that they all share that information now and now they can really stare at it in the face does that help them do you think what because they can see that all three of them have been promised it and mm. if if it's been promised to everyone then it's a bit meaningless it being promised yeah. to you yeah I guess so. I think yeah that feels like what the yeah so, so what, what what it made me think though that is like why do they all want it so much? What does what do you think for the three? I mean, Kendall, we've said because that's this is the only thing left to him. Kind of is really. Is it the same for the other two? Is it just the only thing left? I mean, that's kind of what I said a minute ago. But is that right for Shiv and Roman? Is it the only I thing left to them? I don't think it is the only thing left for them. I mean, I think we can discuss what else other options they've got by the end. But 
So they're not quite as screwed as Kendall, but they've still been brought up. They've they've had a mother. They have a mother and a father, and their mother is completely shit. So that she wasn't much use. So then this father was the father figure. They is a you know the world of a father. He was everything, and he seems so amazing. And you know, as that eulogy that Shiv gave of when he was you know he shone on you. The world was a beautiful, light, lovely place. And I think Roman probably felt the same and they adored that affection for their father and now they link what their father had to e equals good, equals what you want, equals that that's the aim in life. So I think they haven't got the same direct purpose as Kendall. Kendall really was kind of assigned that at birth almost. But for those two, they... Um, they they want it. I mean, you know, it's so tempting. It's so everything. I can be. I can be the the best. I can be the star. I can be king. So, sorry, it just made me think of something. Mm. Do you think like Kendall being promised the um, when he was seven? Mm. Do you think that refers to this the little clip in the titles where there's a small, perhaps seven year old boy smoking a cigar? I think that could possibly be there saying this is when it happened. This is like Kendall saying, "Yeah, I'll, I'll run the company one day," and having given giving the cigar by Logan. I, you, you can read that. If you <laughs> yeah, I just quite like that idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, for some reason, I've always assumed it's Roman smoking. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, you never really know, do you? Like, yeah, who's who in those? Well, you obviously, know who Shiv is, but yeah. I mean, also they're all kind of like the, the quality of the video is from the nineteen seventies, so that makes them far too old. But you know, yes, yeah. Yeah, we never questioned that really, have we? So yeah. the next scene, we have to talk about the next few scenes because this is so wonderful and you want to hug them all and it's... You're making the meal for a king. Well, the you know, prior to that too, yeah. so there's a few things that come up as they, I know, to... In in summary, you have the discussion with Shiv and Roman. They talk it over, say, yeah, fair enough. It has got to be Kendall. Say to Kendall and then they have a chat in the kitchen. Fair play, that's it. But it's such, such lovely warmth. And it reminded me, well, when we went back to the first episode, when we went back to the first episode, when we watched the first episode of this season, and the three of them are together, and they're kind of nice. And I liked it. It yeah. was good. But there was something a bit odd about it. And in a sense, the three of them, they feel more comfortable together when there's this sense of, um, a little bit of camaraderie and antagonism, but sort of fairly kind of joyful. It seemed, certainly seemed cra crazily joyful at the time. Well, yeah, well, Roman and Shiv, I guess, have a sort of a kind of relief that that their, the decision's been made now, hasn't it? They don't have to fight anymore for their well, corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they have that scene together where they... But they're discussing whether they should they kill him. Which <laughs> yeah. is so good. And it's so, like, it's, it's just how they do things. Like, yeah, yeah we could just say it's horse, horse play gone wrong. Yeah. And, oh, but the best bit of it is them doing impressions of Kendall, oh, which is essentially them yeah. doing impressions of Jeremy Strong. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of feel that was so... So Jeremy Strong, they were doing rather than their, rather than their well, brother in the scene. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a little layers of that, isn't there? Because yeah. there's, I don't know how true it is, but there's this rumor that he's a, you know, that the, 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 there might be. 
he's quite Seems method and stays in character yeah and, and there annoys is, some, the is there some degree of yeah. i mean yeah. you know yeah who, who knows and I, I hate to think of it being too disharmonious on the set I don't no know. but you can no i don't imagine it was disharmonious but you can imagine like um kieran culkin as roman liking to take the piss out of jeremy strong for yeah, it i feel that it was partly that so did you notice that as well as like um Shiv and Roman doing impressions mm -hmm. of Kendall here. We also later had uh, Connor doing impressions of Logan. Yes, yeah, which, yeah, we do, we do. Which is, and also, yeah. I think remind, remembering uh, we have at the end of season three, we have Logan doing impression of Shiv. Do you remember the? Oh, remind me of that. It's well, it's in the scene in the villa in Italy, and she says, "No, you know, you haven't won because you need a super majority." <laughs> Which is not what you want your father to do ever. No. Um, but yeah, so I, the 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 mocking other people is yes is quite good. So, but the, the, it feels that, and you're again. I'm thinking, oh no, it's too early. Yeah, too early for them to get on with each other. Please don't get them too early. Can we can we imagine as well when we're talking about like now? There's this sort of like happy sibling bond mm. it, to a degree that Caroline also comes back in. And just like bombards with loads more Britishness, which kind of adds to it all. Like talking about the nobbies, which are the end bits of bread, and they bring in Branston Pickle as well. Like, <laughs> can I just say I don't? I've never heard the phrase "nobby" to call that the end. That is not a standard British. Don't don't if you're if you're American, don't come into Britain and say, "Oh, is this the nobby end?" No, I mean, but maybe I'm, somebody's. I'm wondering there. if it's a really posh thing, and I haven't I haven't heard of it myself. But it sounds really British, doesn't it? Anyway, it does even, even yeah. if it's not something I recognise. Even if it's totally made up. <laughs> yeah. Good, but it's yeah. so it's so nice because it's. It's like this thing, a meal fit for a king, is obviously, it's like, talks about history. They don't have to talk about where the hell this idea came from. This is no. obviously something known to them. They probably, I feel like they've done this before, haven't they? Where they've gone in the kitchen, they've got the yes. blender and added loads of things to it and got someone to drink it. Yeah, 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 this, yeah of course. And 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 the great thing of having Peter's cheese. No, it can't. <laughs> and also, there's this thing, this tight-assed, incredibly rich woman who has no food. Yeah. At all, just and she keeps the ends of bread crusts, of like yeah. crappy bits, which um, is which is also very posh English thing to do, isn't it? To be really sort of like tight at the same time is, as being yeah, really wealthy. Yeah, that's a, a classic yeah. trope. Yeah. Oh, but it it's just beautiful, and you've got, and it kind of there's a bit of this energy that carries on for quite some time, almost to the extent of me thinking. Oh, it's just going to carry through to the end. Yeah, I, of I course love, it's not. <laughs> no, of course it's not. I love them. They're sort of arriving. They're all on phones at an airport. They're all they're getting into a car each. Um, going back to uh, Logan's place, you know, it's got this lovely sense of wrapping everything up. Yeah, and, and it was and it was it was a great idea to even though even though you think surely they don't have time today to go and like put stickers on antiques <laughs> yes, in this apartment. Nice. I mean, there's so much else going on. Now you say that, it does sound <laughs> a bit crazy. Yeah. But but I, I think I'm going to wholly give the writers like the license here because we have to see Connor and Willa in the last yes. episode. There is, I would have been very upset if we hadn't had the Connor and Willa scene. I think it would have felt oh, like a real loss. I know. Because, because as well, like, you know, this is just back to my point of how we have to see each character has to get their comeuppance in there. And we see, because Connor and Willa have had the best relationship of anyone in the whole mm. series, and we see that it's 
it's already going sour. Well, yeah. you wouldn't say it's sour. I mean, basically, it's no. It, it's con- business as usual. They're really, trying the long it? distance thing yeah. between Slovenia and New yeah. York. But that's that's how they they operate. You notice Roman's comment about it. Yeah, I got the two week itch. Two week itch. <laughs> yeah. it's classic. But we yeah. get this lovely chance. You know, a few things happen here, yeah. and the most wonderful thing is this video. So this yeah. is. Sorry, just before chance. you talk about that, though, while we're talking about Willa. Did you notice how she gets her comeuppance because Shiv gets to say to her, she's yeah. thinking, oh, yeah, uh, Connor's going to go to Slovenia. I've got this lovely mm. apartment. I'm going to run the, do this play again. I'll have my husband's money to run this play. I'll have this lovely apartment to be in. And then Shiv mentions that there's been some legal trouble for Mencken and it's possibly won't get the presidency. And then Willow's face drops because she thinks, oh, shit, I'm this might not work out for me. And yeah. that's that's the writers giving Willa her comeuppance. Because we've we've been team Willa for a lot of times. She's had some such fantastic lines and every time she's... But we can't see her getting her own way either because she's, yeah. she's a hanger-on of the super rich all the same. Yeah. And also this is nice because it ties into... To, I mean, basically, you could have said, um, Tala, your, your theory about succession is not right because we're leaving the whole president thing in in a bit of a limbo... We don't know. That's definitely not what succession is about. No. And Mencken might not get in. No, no. No, that this is true. And as other people have, you know, there was a um uh somebody on our review, uh, a, a very uh, scathing review, I think, of our podcast said that oh, this isn't about this isn't about the election. This is about the Roy the Roy siblings. And and they're right, this is about the this is about the Roy siblings. Although Hey man, yeah. I put that theory forward, and I said straight away, pretty much, that I disagree with. I know, that I just really now. liked it. Yeah. Um, but the wonderful, so the wonderful thing is the video that you have here, the family video. Family? It isn't a family video. Actually, it is a family video, and it's I think, Logan's business family. Yes, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a family video, isn't it? What's Connor doing there? Oh, this is, yeah. Okay, so that's that has what, questions. What is it? this occasion that they're filming? Like, well, he's like yeah. uh, some. I mean, he, they have people over for dinner. So you've um, got Logan's there, Kerry's there, Jerry, Carl, and Frank are there, and they're yeah. all doing a little performance piece. Sort yeah, of thing. Um, and it's it it is kind of it's the only time we've seen Logan with the um, the grey heads as that as we call yeah. them, or the Emperor Penguins, as I as I heard <laughs> Frank refer to himself in an interview. Yeah. Um, who actually them actually enjoying each other's company a bit, isn't it? We have never seen that before. Yeah, you kind of think you know the 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 reason why there's a bunch of old grey beards, as it were, is 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 because Logan was an older guy and he enjoyed their company. You know, to a degree. To, yeah, to yeah. a degree. When he felt when he was in the mood, he was you know, and that's what was what went on. Yeah. And I think he probably found Connor way more relaxing than the other three because he's not jostling for position and yeah. trying to get behind the business at times i mean yeah. not, the other the only other thing is he doesn't you know he doesn't. can't kick him in quite the same way i don't know and he's it's... and he kind of treats connor in the even less serious way than the other three who are not serious people yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean what, do, you, or, or do, you, do you remember on the on the yacht at the end of season three where he tries to 
tries to mm-hmm. give uh, Connor a hundred million dollars to not run for president. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, because he and he says he's an embarrassment, doesn't he? He says it to Connor's face. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. not a lot there, but obviously something there of that. And and you are you're watching it, and you're you've seen you've just come from this three siblings being so warm and cozy together, and now it's like. They're all there and they're enjoying a little bit more mourning for their father. Roman particularly is like quite yeah. bereft by watching this, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and the other two, I'm sure, are really affected too, especially yeah. by the by the sad sort of song and singing is such a an emotive thing. Yeah, um, we've got and you can see that Kerry is is leaning over, and leaning on his shoulder. She's got yeah. a head on his shoulder, hasn't she? she yeah, but she seems very genuine. Yeah, um, I mean how. We're we're kind of reading into it, aren't we? I mean, obviously okay. Kerry was, yeah. Yeah, this is this picture he's giving you. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Um, I do like Connor's sticker system. <laughs> I mean, I just just to, again about mm. the the video scene with Logan though. I felt uh, I felt glad to see Logan in some ways. I, it was mm. like a a warm reminder of mm-hmm. of Brian Cox's performance in some ways. I mean, not the same obviously for the Kendall siblings, but. It was kind of yeah. a, a, it was nostalgic to watch it. Yeah. I mean, so that's another point in the, this episode does so well. Final episodes are so hard because you want to wrap everything up to a satisfactory conclusion and ideally basically have let everybody have a little, well, you were describing it as having their comeuppance, but it's not just that yes it is that for some of the characters but having also, the final say isn't it yeah. yeah the last word of their performance you know seeing yeah. seeing jerry um you know giving her doing her limerick yeah um seeing carl singing a song what does um, frank do i can't i don't know if i did well Fra- actually frank gets to run the board meeting so he kind of gets a oh, uh, no no frank frank gets to tell kendall it's over yeah and so that's kind of his final word isn't yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, pretty much everybody has some yeah. kind of thing. We we know what's going to happen to Hugo as well. Yes, um, <laughs> the little weasel. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's wonderful for that. Yeah. Um, the the sticker system. <laughs> yes, for the auction. Yes. No, yes. The sticks come back in the end, which I do think, and I love that Connor's really thought about it a lot. But did you? This is an aside. You know that Greg was looking at the thing on a bell. Oh yeah. Is that I'm pretty sure that in one of the early episodes he knocks into that and that that's a callback to an early episode of him. Oh what, another episode another episode, like, maybe even possibly, in season one where it's yeah, in the first premiere. Possibly, I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I'm gonna go yeah. back and watch it soon. Yeah. Um but yes, and we do obviously get the stickers just kind of coming back in again. But with whilst we're still at um Logan's, Tom and she have had a scene together. Oh, that was a gorgeous scene. Mm. Was that the... No, 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 obviously there's the driving away scene with them at the end, but this is mm. the last scene of them talking to each other, isn't it? I, I think. guess, yeah. And and Shiv's realisation that it's Tom. Is, mm. yes. So maybe I have to go back on my um, Sarah Snooker face acting and give it to this scene, but okay. it was yeah. certainly gorgeous in both of them. <laughs> and also Tom's sense that... He can't lie to her. She's yeah. got it. She knows. She oh, she's going to find out very soon. He might as well tell her. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he's just saying, you know, he's defending his decisions and saying, you know, you'd have done this if it didn't you. Yeah. And she was And she was doing that pretty much, wasn't she? She was yeah. betraying Tom earlier, yeah. even earlier in this episode. Oh. But of course, then 
but of course once uh once um tom finds out that um shiv knows that she's that madsen is not going to choose her uh he then realizes that it's greg that's that's uh and this is where Greg they they have their bathroom oh. fight. And you and and so again, this is like this is like Succession's beautiful, doing everything it's done for the whole series, but ramping it up a little bit more because mm. this is. I mean, I thought at, at one point at the end of this fight that Greg was actually going to punch Tom out. He almost made. I th- I almost felt he was making a fist. Again, obviously he's taller than him, isn't he? Um, and I thought it might, yeah. But yeah, I, well, he does, he does. He wrestles him back, certainly, in a he way sla- he's never he done before. He slaps him. He slaps him, yeah, him. doesn't it? Yeah. He's either slap yeah. or a punch. Um, yeah. But he does, he does get one in, which is him. I think that's his growing confidence. From And they're both quite shocked by it, aren't they? Both, yeah. yeah. Tom's shocked by it. And Greg's quite shocked that he's done it. This is yeah. his thing. Yeah. But this then... You know, we're going at full pelt now. Yeah. You've got Madsen, Madsen running in, going, "Where's your phones? I want to see phones." Oh, your phones, Emma! <laughs> yeah. Screaming in, the three yeah. um, siblings are in in the cars, all coming in. You have little check in with Carolina saying, "I want to get rid of Hugo." Yeah, um, Carolina, I love the Carolina. Yeah, yeah, that's like classic Carolina. Just yeah. you know, to the point. She's no nonsense. Very you know affectionate. You've got. I thought Stewie was going to play a bit of the the role. I thought he was going to be the sort of turncoat, the least. Oh uh, no, I wasn't. I I wanted to see Stewie again. We wanted to yeah. see everyone, didn't we? And we did get to just a couple of lines from Stewie, and just like yeah, yeah. I, and I love it that you said something like I'm into weird sex and something or other, and blah blah blah. Like I'm so I'm playing. I'm rough. I'm dark. I play it hard or something <laughs> like that. And Kendall says, "Yeah, like you kiss boys when you go on Molly. And that's it." Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so talk. interesting. Yeah, mm. and we have uh, we have Kendall sitting in Logan's chair, obviously, and putting his feet on the desk. This is a moment. Yeah. I mean, do you think this is? I know we, you know, we're we're going talking again about about this is all leading up to the board scene. So, do you think that is where? Do you think the other two look at that and feel like well, partic- else particularly on? Shiv, you're meaning? Yeah, yeah. Particularly Shiv, but Roman as well, I think, is thinking that, although obviously Roman doesn't do anything about it because Roman didn't do anything about it at the last board meeting either. No. He... Roman shrivels every time there's a board meeting, essentially, doesn't he? Oh, you better be yeah. sniffing your armpit, Romulus. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, is it, and have we anything? Well, of course, well, as you were saying, Roman has the freak out about Jerry. When seeing Jerry. So explain what you. I I get it, but explain to me how you see how you see that. What's what's going on for Roman there? Is he? I think he's. Yeah. I, well, my first thought was just that he feels um, uh, shame, shame about in in an initial sense of I do, I I look terrible. I've I've, I've looks. I, he keeps yeah. talking about how do I look? How, how do looks? I look? Look at this, like. So so he's thinking about that in a kind of a sexual way towards Jerry. Do you think is that what he's thinking? Well, you know, Maybe in his own no, weird Roman way, yeah, yeah, in its particular thing, he's also got a sense of this is confused with you know the sense that he he's just seeing Kendall in the chair and he's saying why couldn't it have been me? Yeah. I mean, he's looking in the mirror at himself. Is yeah. that make him being introspective and asking that question? And of course, it could have 
the only way it could have been him was via Jerry. Yeah. So Jerry is both this sort of sexual fantasy and an access to this world of greater power. That he, he and, fucked, yeah. And somehow he's there and he isn't looking... Maybe he's thinking, I oh, don't look so attractive. I've got this cut. I, how did I do that? I've done, done this through my own weakness and shame and I was beaten, but I'm covering that up. And he's, I mean, just that scene where he's like in a clinch with Kendall. Kendall gives him up, yeah. Goes for so long. So, so it held, the camera holds onto them. But my ages. question there is, uh, Roman was saying, ow, that's hurt. Was Kendall doing that deliberately? Was he deliberately trying to break the, the stitches in his, to make mm. him look worse? I, I couldn't, I, that was my one take, and then I wasn't sure. What did you think? I thought he was, like, almost doing that himself. I don't know, I... Mm, you thought Roman was... I thought he was picking at them or something. Almost. Well, no, they were pressed into Kendall's shoulder, and it felt felt to me like Kendall was... Well, the one reading of it was that Kendall was pulling him tight to make make them bleed and make mm, him look... I but then I wasn't that. Then I wasn't sure. You didn't, you didn't I don't think that. that. No, okay. I don't, I'm not reading that into it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so you've got, and like I say, it's really reminiscent, the board meeting, that tension. But Kendall's so pleased with himself, isn't he? So You know, he's going to go wrong. Fucking yeah, hell, stop yeah. being so stop. pleased with yourself. Humility, man. Do you realise? Yeah. You realise you're in a drama? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the vote goes around. I was a little bit unsure about who had to vote which way, but, of course, it comes down to... Six versus six. Yeah. We don't need to know who was voting which way. We just need to know that yeah. it's down to one vote in the end, isn't it? That's it. And as we were talking about earlier, it's saying like you you were you weren't quite convinced about that. So but I I think like I mean no, you just mentioned now. about the about the Kendall sitting in Logan's chair. All these yeah. things built up to make the sibling rivalry yeah. just too much for them to sh for Shiv, really. Yeah, sometimes I need to do a podcast to make, you know, put my mind at rest. I do... We should probably listen to another podcast before yeah. we did our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's so... So you've got this scene between Kendall and... and I was going to say Sarah Snook, but... Um, Shiv. And... They br and they bring up so many, so much of the stuff that's gone yeah. on, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, and... What do you think about this business when she says, so I feel she's motivated by its sister kind of selfish thing, but she eventually says, I, th I feel she must be remembering that bit where Kendall says, it will never be me. Do you remember some point? And they have a hug. Two? like It will never be me. Yeah. And that she learns about what that means at the end of season three. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. And I think she just holds on to that in a kind of, you, you know, it's like you said it wouldn't be you and it's because you killed that boy. Yeah. So, you know, it, th that's that's why. And that's why I, I'm voting against you. Not because I can't, you know, you I, I, I can't let you win because that would sound petty. Yeah. This is her re the reason she's given. Yes. 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 That's her reason she's given. And she, he says, I, di I didn't do it. Yeah. So you could also read it a slightly different way and, and think that from that conversation where, where, um, he said it will never be me that was a time where if shiv is thinking about it she saw some humanity in kendall then that he he had accidentally for sure but had mm. been involved in the, in someone's death and as a result he felt he could he could never do this role because he's he's someone who's killed someone and he says that at the end of season three and now she's looking at him and she's almost, I think she's almost trying to get him to admit to it again. 
And then he's denying it. And he's like, now he won't even admit to doing it. And I think that's almost the clincher, isn't it? As to what makes her, I think there's, there's almost like, I know, she, I know, I think you're right that she's using it as an excuse. She, she doesn't want it to be him. And mm. She's using the excuse, but it's almost like, oh, hang on. You're now a guy who won't even admit that, that someone's death happened. That's how bad you are. I definitely can't vote for you now. It's almost just a one extra piece of the puzzle kind well, of thing. I, to... I, or I just think it's that she feels betrayed. She felt there was something when he did that, it meant a lot. Like it, 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 when he was, you know, again, somebody being vulnerable and admitting something, being honest meant a lot to her and to Roman. They probably talked about it and mulled it over and worried about it. And now he's saying it didn't happen. Yeah. And maybe it didn't happen. I mean, maybe he's really fucking with her brains. And I feel by this point that Kendall actually believes his own bullshit. Yeah. And Colin works for him. Colin will say it didn't happen. Yeah, like there isn't anyone to say it didn't yeah. happen. Logan's gone. Yeah. Marsha? Ooh, hum. But, yeah. you know, he, 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 does, he does seem to believe that. So although if there was ever any chance of trying to win um, Shiv, over it would be through more um more vulnerableness more openness and yeah. the very opposite of what he well, what kendall's does. now doing yeah yeah and it was did you not think it was one more great refrain of the whole series that they did bring back in the death of the waiter like yeah. it's just, we weren't sure how that would happen we thought yeah. someone might use that as a as a way to blackmail some more drama more yeah blackmail kendall in some ways but this is how they used it and yeah. this was this was a fine way to use yeah. it really yeah yeah yeah, I yeah. Think so kind of quietly yeah because oh it's just so perfect this episode really wasn't it everything just seemed to coalesce and we had the we had seeing we had two examples of seeing how they could be a happy family or we had two examples of happy families which Mm. gives a sort of sentimental feeling for them Mm. and gives them a sentimental feeling for each other and then it just slaps us over the head with everything else (laughs) so yeah and you didn't quite know how it was going to go wrong as I was surprised by Shiv doing it like that. And if they'd signposted it, then I wouldn't have been surprised. So yeah. I love the fact that I'm surprised. Yeah. But also, you also have the devastating thing of Roman then saying to Kendall that yeah. if we're going to go via the bloodline, you saying that you're yeah. the eldest boy, it's not going to be you anyway, isn't it? Because you've got two blow-ins. Was it two blow-ins, he said? Oh, for the... Yeah. One blow-in. One... Yeah. yeah. Two, so, rando- two, two randos. Ho- too horrible to... Yeah. It's just grim. And and which, talking about Kendall's children, yeah, yeah, and it's. Uh, hang on, but hang on. Then he says, he says one, as in one was adopted and one was rather and a filing clerk or something. What was that meant to well, imply? I'm assuming it's from just like a previous relationship. Okay, I'm assuming. Right. Which who Kendall? I yeah. So he's kind of saying that neither are Kendall's actual children. So yeah, yeah. Well, we we knew that they were one. Who's, yeah. Uh, you know, I thought adopted. they were. I thought they were both adopted. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. Anyway, it was an absolute really. cutting thing, and that. And and saying the key thing yeah. is that, and that's what Dad said. Not, yeah. And that's and so so imaginable, isn't it, that Logan would have said yeah. something like that? Yeah. Um, and such a horrible thing when you've just had not minutes ago in in TV time this lovely scene of them all thinking, oh yeah, Dad wasn't so bad, and now you've got 
you know, Kendall's got that forever hanging on it. And I, I was quite worried for Kieran Culkin because I was thinking Jeremy Strong goes all method. He looked like he was trying to tear his eyes out and like yeah. put his fingers up his nose. It, it looked really painful. It did look, oh, yeah, is that oh, quite happened? And, and the reason I just was checking that scene again because I've seen somebody say that he goes to hit um, Shiv. Kendall, Kendall goes, goes to, to hit, hit Shiv. Shiv. But I don't think he does really. He's more like saying back off. But I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't that. think. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. So Shiv makes it in, and it's not even the great thing is be the, the 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 classic thing of the the Roy family losing for the final time the definitive loss of Waystar to outside people isn't even on screen no because we don't see shiv's boat do we no we just see kendall going back into the room and frank frank with his finale saying kendall yeah, it's all done you're too late it. that's yeah it. i love the way that the three frank and the other two guys next to him were just lying back in their chairs as though like we're all relaxed now <laughs> this is all over yeah, yeah you've lost and oh, they they might and then when they have a chat don't they a little later on about like you know yeah, is it like golden parachute? I don't know. One last rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But but we know from Tom talking to uh talking to Greg at the end there, which also we'll come back to that in a second, that it's not gonna be one last rodeo for Carl and Frank, is it? So no, they're okay. dead to Tom. They're out of here. They so th so this is what I mean by everyone getting the comeuppance, Frank and and I wonder if Tom will because remember Remember how Frank and um, Carl yes. both really shafted Tom earlier? Oh, Carl's, yeah, you are fucked in yeah. this sort of like episode four or something. This is, yeah. yeah. This, this, I'd forgotten that scene, of course, yeah. So, so yeah, I think maybe I think maybe Carl's not going in with the Greek island yeah. with his, with his uh, brother-in-law. No, 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 he will have lots of money. He's not going to... They yeah, can't but get out of the... Anyway. I don't know. Well, no, 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 I think that's important because I think I think the writers do want to show us the comeuppance of each of the characters. And I think it's possible that Tom will try to screw them over. But, okay. Maybe. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. So the, we have the last little coda of the Greg and Tom thing. Yeah. And it's, it is brilliant. It's so brilliant. The last coda. And when I think I only just realized just before, before Tom says, Oh, you know, basically you're still good with me. I, I was I suddenly thought oh he's going to keep him on because what's better than a when a Greg in pain with those sort of anxious looking eyes that's what he wants that's what he wants yeah it was it was it's drama is so so satisfying when the inevitable happens but it's surprising isn't it like and that was yeah. so inevitable that he do that but I was still like in that moment I was like is he going to get, is he going to sack Tom or is he going to keep Tom? And he's like, oh, of course he's going to keep, he's going to keep Greg. Yeah. And of course he does. And he puts a sticker on his forehead. Yes. Just like, what do you think that's a, meant to be? I, I guess it's a you. call. Well, uh, and also a call back to the, um, the labelling of all of the antiques oh, and loan yes, yeah, department. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're mine. Yes. yes yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got, uh, I mean, there's a bit of, Parting around with signing the thing, Madsen being a bit more of a dick to Roman, but Roman. So we've got the three three siblings. The final the scenes of all three of the siblings yeah. are kind of important, aren't they? So Roman's is he's down Roman's the bar, isn't he? Having a drink has a little smirk, a little sort of smile to himself, which says to me that he's sort of glad it's all over. He's and still he, got a load of money, yeah, and. He's, you know, he gets the bullshit thing, as you were saying. 
gets the bullshit thing. And Kendall hasn't won, more importantly, mm. I think. Like, he might not have won, but neither have Shiv or Kendall. So that's that's yeah. almost as good. Yeah. So, Shiv, I want to... I'm going to just, we're going to talk about, we aren't, we're not, I know we're coming to the end of this episode. This podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But we will have another podcast for you. Yes. In another week week or so. If you can bear listening to us again. (laughs) And I think this will, for me, this is what I want to talk about is everybody's journey. In the, in the next podcast. Yeah. So summarize a little bit. Let's just say, put a marker on where people are, but obviously, so Shiv, uh, ends going in a car with Tom being all kind of majestically putting his hand for her to put her hand in his. It felt very mafia bossy, didn't he? And like you show me allegiance kind of thing. I like, think yeah. I think Tom has just been listening to the press about saying maybe I'll be the Tom father. <laughs> yes, and... there was something amazing in that shot of the two of them, like a really wide angle, wasn't it? And like they were, and it was really dark colours somehow in, mm. in the, and mm. ah, it was, it was a, it was like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, almost a stage set where, or like a king and queen kind of scene yeah. wasn't it, next to each other. They yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah. They, yes, they are the anointed ones. Yeah. Almost. Although doesn't, she doesn't look very happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but if you think about it's it, her choice, her decision and she yeah. didn't even have to get in the car. But do you, have you thought about like the concept, like Tom, now the boss, she carrying his child, that child may one day inherit inherits the uh, the mantle that Tom now has, you know, somewhere down the line. You know, Tom could be, Tom is no Logan, but he can be a proto Logan that that one day will pass on this uh, this company to his uh, to his children, William child Orange. or children. Sorry, <laughs> um, that's a, that's a royal family, British royal family. Maybe you could explain the reference. Gig. Uh, William of Orange was married to Mary, who was the daughter of James, I want to say, who turned Catholic. So they had to get rid of, they didn't want his son. I'm not even sure. (laughs) Anyway, so you got sort of a king of England who wasn't really direct. Because otherwise, it's all been completely kosher and like, obviously, you know, kings anointed by God. Yeah, kings, yeah. Um, And the last, last person to talk about and we will talk about all these people in more detail I think in their final resting points but we've got to talk about the sad scene of Kendall okay, being followed by Colin down there followed by Ken- Colin. a little bit so, of a throwback to Logan in, in like something yes so did you think as um as I'm, well, I'm sure so I, I certainly thought when mm. Kendall walks out of the board boardroom goes to the lift I would, were you thinking he's going up and he's going possibly going to the roof and he's possibly jumping off? I, We've had lots of hints of that at I, various times. Um, no, I didn't actually. That didn't cross your mind. That, but okay. I did when he was on the waterfront. Thought thought that he might throw himself in. I mean, I thought what they were what they were basically saying was, let's see him getting in the lift. Here's a possibility that he might do it. He doesn't do it. Then we see the water, and you're meant to think. I think. Mm. It's possible he may do that after the end of after the credits roll, really, isn't it? Um, it's it's, a, yeah. it's not definite, but it's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty pretty downbeat. Pretty downbeat, and 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 like I just want to say about Tom as well. Like Tom, in a way, has won. Tom has you know Tom has gained the crown. He is the successor, mm. but you don't feel he's really won, do you? Because he he's just a lapdog. Constitutional to, monarchy. Yeah. He he will um, suck fact, the biggest cock in the room, basically, won't he? <laughs> and he might 
he might have to, you know, his wife might well keep their relationship open and she might have an affair with Madsen in a kind of... I don't well, think she would. I think she'd be pissed off with him, but she might do that. She might do. Who knows? It's certainly a possibility, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's not impossible. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's, yeah. So, it's a, a brilliant episode. Loved it very much. And very, very much in keeping with how really, really it's a, a simple conclusion to what was set up right at the start, wasn't it? Because it was all about Kendall in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Kendall's the main yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it came back to that frustration. He was sort of promised something and let down. Yeah. And... And in the end, it never happened. It, yeah. it never happened, and it just can't happen now. Can I point out one more, mm. one more thing that I think um, is another amazing thing about this? Is like, do you remember a saying when, like, only two episodes ago, we had the election mm. episode, and we were saying, like, we were saying that you know, all the way through, this has been about the Roy siblings, and we've laughed at them, and we've listened to their their snappy lines. I say not much comedy in this as much normal was there, and mm. and I didn't even notice until I just thought about it then because yeah. it was so it was so dramatic really as a finale. Yes, but yeah. then we then we're shown this election episode, and we're like, oh shit! Of course, all this stuff we've been laughing at mm. this has implications in the real world. You know, mm -hmm. these people, these idiot people like this, actually affect millions and millions of people around the world. Two episodes later, we've completely forgotten that. Or, you know, we're so invested back in the Roys again that that's all gone by the by and we've forgotten about their, the repercussions of what they're doing. So you're saying this is a positive thing, even though as human beings we're, being, we're failing but to, to, to hold people accountable, even though they're fictional, not real. But, but, but it's an amazing series that can make us, make us care about these people despite the horrible people they are well i mean this is what we'll talk about more in the next yeah. podcast i think maybe. so because, yes. what's the plans for our podcast next week well so uh i think you know you want to say we want to say see more about what the sort of overarching journey of some of the characters is for yeah. the whole whole season and i also want to think about um why this has been such an incredible series like uh, I I now have this this ranks number one in my favourite TV series of all time. How about is it? How about for you? Oh, I think so. No, but I only just finished watching the last one, so I think recency bias. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not coming down. Not coming down. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. If, so I want to talk about why I why I think that though, and why and what this means for because every every time there's a every time there's a a new excellent series out. It kind of it's moved TV on a little bit, hasn't it? I mean, we thought that about Breaking Bad when it was out, and and other series. Yes. Yeah. So I want to think about what what it's done for TV, really, as okay. well. Yes. Another, yeah. Um, I'm more. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested in like looking a little bit, kind of recapping, but looking at the different journeys, mostly of the siblings and their yeah. path through. Um, but if anybody can be asked to email in. Oh, yes. That would be lovely if you had anything that you wanted to say or remark on about any of those themes, any other themes. What you think the <coughs> what you think the writers were trying to do? What was the meaning of the show, if if any? Is it just entertainment? Does it have any political meaning? There's been quite a lot of arguments about that in a way, hasn't yeah. there? Well, yeah. Or anything, anything else that we are... Incredibly grateful, even when we get emails 
say, saying that we've done things which we didn't do because it was another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was quite. We was... had a very quick follow up email about that yeah. one to say yeah. that uh, it wasn't us. I but didn't call Roman crying like a little girl. No, be really, I not language I would use. No, anyway. but, but the the person who emailed in to say that apologised yes. very quickly and afterwards. I'm very and I'm very grateful and it's lovely to hear from somebody as well. So yes, yeah, yeah and it's a very nice email they sent us after yes, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so please, yeah, please do email us in at. Uh, Ethan and Talia podcasts at ethancrane.com. You can find if um, you can find the email address as well on our, our website. There should be a link um, in the show notes. Put probably. it in the show notes. Make it easy. I think I have put it in the show notes, Good. actually. Well it's done. in the show notes somewhere. Thank you for sorting that out. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. it's uh, not oh, the end. One last what, thing what? before we go. Yep. Where's Marsha? I wanted to see Marsha oh. again. Marsha. Oh. Uh, so Marcia. the the funeral is her finale. Well, yeah. that was appropriate. Okay, but she was she's, the one character we didn't really see in the last she's episode. She's too stylish she? to be running around. It's true. She's off with her millions already, isn't she? She's, she's, she's already crazy. shopping in Monaco forever yeah. or Milan or wherever it was. Back there, Milan. Milan. Yeah. Oh, anyway, she might go. very much enjoyed doing this this podcast and we will do one more. But uh, mm-hmm. other, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. Nearly finished. Yeah.